0: Hey, welcome to the first ever episode of Out of the Pods. I am Deep Tea Van Patty. And I'm Natalie Lee. We are so excited to start this podcast because we have so much to share with you guys. We have so many thoughts and reactions to season four already. And we're going to spill some tea on past seasons.
1: Yeah, like I have so many things to say about that cutie scene. We are jumping right into Love is Blind season four. Last week, Netflix dropped the first five episodes. We watched, and I just know that this is going to be a wild, messy. wild season and a messy one too. Um, because there's so much to talk about, we are putting out two podcast episodes today. So lucky day for all of you guys. This one will cover episodes one, two, three, when the men and women meet in the pods. And our second episode will cover four and five when the couples go to Mexico for their post-engagement honeymoon. So make sure to listen to that one next. All right, the pod scenes are my favorite portion of Love Is Blind, but there's so much that happened in these first three episodes. Like I personally could not keep track of the different love triangles, yeah. um, the different stories that were going on. Um, but I do love what I will say. What really stuck out to me, just watching the first episode, is the vulnerability of these participants. Like they yeah. really just share everything about their lives. Yeah,
0: there's a lot going on with every single one of them, and they were not afraid to put it all out on the table, which I definitely appreciated. And there were some funny moments too, like our leopard guy over here. Oh, the just, leopard print yes, shirt guy? Yes, he's just saying the most random things. Like, have you murdered anyone? Like, who asked that question? When he was guessing people's
1: nationalities, like, I, I, that's a real thing. There's always one or two people in the pods, also on, on our cast, oh, yeah. that will try to figure out what someone else looks like so they'll be like are you Korean are you Chinese so Jeez. when he did that I was like that's a very much a real thing every season
0: like I honestly was just like please sir can you just
1: can you just stop can you leave <laughs> when it comes to vulnerability one person that really stuck out to me was Brett
0: yes, yes. our favorite can yes. we just agree that he's our favorite Brett is
1: the prize of this season he is accomplished he is so vulnerable and you could tell he's very genuine and just completely ready for this experiment and to like find a wife and him and tiffany together they are like my newest
0: learning camera. Yeah, they're the perfect couple. And I agree. Brett was just so vulnerable. And I feel like his backstory of how his parents struggled and how he lost his brother, that was just such a touching story because he came to this experiment really willing to find his person because he wants to start a family and just live life to the fullest. And I just really appreciate him for that. And he really showed up for Tiffany, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, when he was talking about his childhood and being embarrassed to bring friends over to his house because they didn't have electricity at one point,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: really just broke my heart, but um it, it's crazy like just when I think about when we were in the pods, you know, you see or hear someone as accomplished as Brett and you just could never guess that they came from like they had rough times during their childhood. Mm-hmm. So, I think It's very interesting even watching the show and it kind of opens your eyes that everyone has,
0: you know, these really tough stories to tell Mm -hmm. and the fact that he like became a designer at Nike I thought that story was so cool he's like yeah I don't have a college education but I worked you know I worked so hard to get to the position that I'm in today and all through an Instagram (laughs) connect which was so so cool to see
1: yeah I really loved that he told that story Um, and I thought what was very interesting I don't know if you caught Tiffany say this but she goes if I had met Brett in the real world, like, he wouldn't be my type because, um, you know, he doesn't have a college degree. He, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, really started his career
1: from... You know, an Instagram message, and um, and being the successful person at Nike. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was very interesting, and that's something that the pods do is they introduce people that you wouldn't necessarily go for in the conventional dating
0: world. So um, I really, I yeah, it was really cool to see. And also, like you see by the episode, you know, by episode three, you see their reveal moment, and I thought that was oh, it gave me chills. I think
1: it actually happens in episode two. I think that they're oh, does it? Okay, they
0: are because they were so sure of themselves right yeah, yeah. yeah oh my so, gosh that was one of my favorite things ever honestly my reveal moment was so special to me so I can only even though I didn't end up with my per- you guys should see Natalie's face right now she's like wait what you
1: you you said <laughs> that your reveal was special to you
0: it really was like when shake wrapped your ass <laughs> okay minus that one piece I think the rest of it was pretty good just the emotions that you feel in that moment I don't know I just it's one of my top memories <laughs> For those of you listening in, I'm giving
1: Deepti the worst look right now because <laughs> I watched your reveal and
0: I just skipped through it. I just couldn't. It was, it was so it was hard to, to me. It was really hard to... I actually had to tell my parents not to watch it. I was like, please forward through that. I was like, just skip the whole Mexico part.
1: I won't lie. At the time of the reveal, because I was so happy to be engaged and to meet Shane, it was a really happy moment for me. Mm-hmm. But looking back... Just, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, there was a bunch of cameras around you. It was so awkward. And then, you know, you're like physically seeing someone for the first time and you just can't react naturally because you yeah. know that this is going to end up on a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's why... It's
0: shocking that you said that because I know how awkward it is in real life. It's weird that you say that because for me, it wasn't awkward. Like, Shake actually made it not awkward for me. I'm not going to lie to you. And if it was in the real world, I'd be like, yeah, I like a little ass grabbing. But the fact that it was on TV, I was like, really? Are you really kidding me that you did this to me? But if it was like no one was around, I'd be like, yeah, grab a little ass. Who cares? (laughs) Well, good for you. Maybe... It was just awkward
1: because Shane and I are awkward people. We made it awkward. I remember I went in for a kiss and he like opened his mouth and like had a little tongue out. And then my lips, oh, my lips are closed. And I was going in. Okay. Sounds like one of the worst moments for Natalie. Anyways, we loved Tiffany and Brett's reveal. It was by far one of my favorite moments in these first few episodes. I think that they you could just tell that they really, really are feeling each other. They love each other. But my favorite moment in that couple storyline is when Mm -hmm. Tiffany fell asleep as Brett is professing his love to her when he's like, I think you're my perfect match. (laughs) And she's just, she's like... (sighs) talk about, <laughs> away. about terrible timing on that one i know i know she's getting some backlash on social media for it very light backlash mm-hmm. but what i will say i definitely understand why she fell asleep you could tell that was a night date because she was in her pajamas you know um and if you guys don't know what night dates are so you date a potential suitor I don't know how to even yeah, explain that. Yeah,
0: basically you're set up on dates at nighttime. They're optional, but they start at like midnight and they kind of end at like two, three in the morning sometimes. So everyone's exhausted. Yeah. And I think, and Natalie, you noticed that there was a champagne bottle yeah so i feel like she was also drinking and Mm -hmm. also brett's voice is so
1: soothing to her (laughs) point so i don't blame her for falling asleep and you're and she's probably filming all day too leading up to that point so look i totally get why she fell asleep you're just like a tired baby by the end of (laughs) filming exactly yeah plus if that's the worst thing to happen to them i
0: think they're doing pretty well
1: i love tiffany and brett i'm rooting for them all the way yeah
0: honestly if they don't get married i'm never watching the show
1: <laughs> one other person i really liked was Kwame. Kwame, yeah. i love him our smooth talking confident Kwame. his love triangle with micah and chelsea i i was actually
0: shocked that messy. those two women he had a love triangle with yeah they're so opposite yeah Th- they're-, they're polar opposites and but Kwame does have that smooth talking nature about him, but it kind of screams a little bit of red flag to me. Really, I'm kind of into that though. So, <laughs> I I will say there are some like
1: alarming moments, like nothing crazy, nothing too crazy. But you're yeah. like, for example, when he's so he has this moment with Micah where he is talking about his connection with Chelsea, and then Micah is able to persuade him in some way to like potentially choose her and he kind of just like drops chelsea in
0: that moment and i was like hmm that's kind of yeah he's quick to switch but you could interpret that also as like okay maybe he feels like his connection with micah is so much stronger than chelsea's and what was it we saw that chelsea was like reaffirming and like like basically validating his feelings and like vocalizing it whereas micah wasn't so when he kind of like explained to Micah oh Chelsea's like validating to me Micah quickly turned and was like well do you need me to validate like I can do that too and she does that and he's like yep okay it's you now you know it was just such a that was one of the things I was like oh come on like it was that easy for you yeah I mean I actually felt the opposite I thought that
1: Kwame had a really strong connection with Chelsea and just kind of got manipulated by Micah a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Like him being able to flip flop so fast. That's the one thing I hate when people do that in the pods. I just feel like they're settling and and they just want to move on in the process instead of really gauging if they can marry a person. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe in the flip floppers. I hate when that happens on TV. I don't believe in second choice. I truly think that in that moment they're settling for a second choice because they kind of just want to make it through the process. Yeah. Yeah, I can <laughs> whether that becomes a that second choice relationship becomes a genuine connection later on mm-hmm. I think that in the moment when someone settles for a second choice it's not because They really think that person is the one. It's more so, well, let's see where it goes. Like, I just kind of want to move, you know, through the process, a.k.a. get more screen time. Right.
0: Like, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's hard not to think that it's not a competition. You know, you're like, like, oh, I want to be one of the couples that makes it kind of thing. Like, I'm going to see whatever I can do to kind of keep going. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's a real thing that I think viewers forget about is the temptation of, staying on TV Mm -hmm. is there. Yeah. Like it's something you need to factor in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. People want more screen time. And I think we'll see that as the seasons progress too.
1: Yeah. But speaking about Micah's connection with Kwame, going back to that, you know, situation where she, you know, is asking Kwame what's the difference between her and Chelsea and kind of manipulating him by saying that if, you know, If he chooses her, like, she definitely sees a future with him. That was was such a crazy scene because we see her in the next scene. She's going to Paul, and she says, If it was between you and Kwame proposing, it's clear I would say yes to you. So she says that to Paul. And I thought that was so, so
0: manipulative of her. I completely agree. Like, literally, she has Kwame breaking up with chelsea like essentially you know putting micah first and then she goes to paul and does the same thing and so paul you know basically you know goes away from his other connections which was um amber and so you're like She's basically, like, just adding the tool belt. She's just adding all the tools to her tool belt. Is that the is that the right term? I don't even know. But I don't even know what, what you're trying to say, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just trying to say she's trying to get all the men, honey. <laughs> yeah, I, it just feels
1: like she's, again, just trying to win, in quotations, mm-hmm. win. And, again, just move on in the process for probably Oof. more screen time. You know, I hate talking about that but that is definitely a big reason for a lot of contestants who join who are part of the love is blind experiment is they just kind of try to partner up and kind of make it to the next round yeah round remember
0: when you also I think you mentioned this to me when we were chatting about this remember when you noticed that um, Paul and Micah were just like oh let's just agree to go in this to like with each other yeah, type he, of situation he says let's
1: just agree to go for each other yeah that was uh and once he said that i alarming. was like okay you know what this situation because we have been in their shoes mm-hmm. you only hear that when someone is like i'm sick of this like ambiguity with different matches let's just agree to go for each other so we can make it to the next round, AK for more screen time <laughs>
0: uh,
1: is this I'm, the theme of this season <laughs> i i hate driving that point so much no. but
0: like, let's be real. That is, again. Well, you've heard from insider sources of a little bit of tea, too, on this. I have. I wasn't going
1: to bring it up. And, you know, I just kind of wanted I'm to see you how, <laughs> you know, how Paul and Micah storyline, how that, like, panned out. But I did hear from some insider sources that at least Micah isn't very genuine in terms of her relationship with Paul and kind of her intentions to really find a partner. Oof, uh, That's me just saying that's... it in like the nicest
0: way. <laughs> I know that was a very sweet way of putting it. So we'll just have so to basically see. Basically ill intended. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of uh, Paul, Natalie does not like Paul friends.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I just said, I don't think he's very genuine either again just based on his comment let's just agree to go for each other but i also just didn't like what he said when he was breaking up with amber i think he goes what's best for me is what's best for you and i was he just for me he just tries to sound as genuine as uh, he just it seems like someone who just wants to sound genuine but they're not and the way he tries to sound like so smart and philosophical it just like yeah. irritates my soul.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't mind Paul to be honest. I think he's just a little bit of a nerd. Like he's like what is he a gemstone lover? He's an environmentalist, isn't he? He's an environmental scientist. Yeah, I just liked when he was like Oh, yeah. Amber, that's like my favorite stone. (laughs) I just was dying. But um, the way he flirts with women, he just like, he's like, Oh, like when we get married, I'll take you there. When we get married, we can do that. And it's like, bro, I don't think that's a flirt tactic. Like, don't use that as a flirting tactic. This is the reason why I don't like Paul too.
1: (laughs) Because it took me back to the days when Shane would do that to me by saying, I remember when we're back in Chicago, we're gonna do this. When we're in Mexico, we're gonna do this. Because (laughs) It puts in the girl's mind like, oh, they are so sure we are going to get married and, you know, like end up in our cities together, whatever. And so when Paul does that, I feel like he's just like leading women on
0: yeah you guys this is why in the pods like shane was in my top three but on day three natalie comes out of the pods and she's like i'm gonna marry that man that's he's mine he's my boyfriend i was like oh damn they moved quickly well shane Shane, no it was because of shane yeah shane told
1: me i remember he goes i he's like i put your name on my notebook so we get these notebooks in the pods to take notes during our dates Mm And he, he said, I put your name on the notebook on, on my notebook. So all the men know that you are like the (laughs) woman I'm going to marry. He goes, I know that I'm going to marry you in Chicago. We're going to do this in Mexico. We're going to go on this type of date, like blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, Oh, in the bag, like, here we go. go. I feel the same way. And to be honest, I kind of had the same, this is why I could, this is why I have this theory about Paul and Micah, which technically isn't a theory. I think it's like, I'm saying allegedly, but, you know, sources. Yeah. Um, sources. is because it's kind winked. of like the same thing with Shane and I, where I liked that we were able to confirm that we we're both going to end up with each other early mm-hmm. on because we didn't have to, like, waste time exploring other connections. Like When yours just, was so
0: strong. When mm-hmm. ours was so
1: strong, but we kind of knew, like, it was confirmation like, hey, we're going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I hate admitting that because I don't want anyone to think, like, my connection with Shane wasn't genuine because yeah. it truly, truly it was. was. Yeah, like, I was, like, head over heels over this man. Like, I don't know how. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> very much that intention was there of, like, oh, I don't have to worry about finding anyone else. We're going to Mexico after this. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I think the same thing along those lines um, and not to this degree at all. Like, there's no comparison between you and Irina. But I feel like Irina was kind of doing the same thing. Like, is she really... She is she really into this person? Like Irina was just she's a mean girl. Her oh, and Micah. Yeah. Uh,
1: that that duo It's just so, it was really
0: hard to watch. It's toxic. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I I personally just seeing some of the some of the scenes and I'm and I'm sure some of it's edited. Listen, I get it. But there are certain moments where you know, that's not editing. And I just felt like they were, it was very like triggering for me just being bullied when I was younger and like having girls laugh at me about certain things or like the way I dressed or the way I looked. Um, I know that wasn't this specific t- situation, but I, I had a little bit of a trigger. <laughs>
1: yeah. And we've heard from sources because I was I was thinking the same as you. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just editing, Right. but we did hear that these two women did ruffle some feathers <laughs> <laughs> can... in with the other women in in the lounge. So how I, could they not? I, honestly, <laughs> I do think that it might just be them being mean girls at the time yeah
0: and and the problem is that they know cameras are rolling and the fact that despite that they still did what they did or acted that way I think just kind of speaks to their behavior on the show we say
1: that a lot like there's one thing to say or do something mean or controversial but It adds another layer when you do it in front of the cameras because you know that it's going to make TV or most likely going to make TV. Mm -hmm. And if you still do it, it it says like a lot about you. Yeah, exactly. It's like you you know that this may make TV. So Mm -hmm. it's hard always seeing really bad behavior on TV because you know these people know that
0: there's cameras around. Exactly. Like if someone's crying, like Amber was crying in the corner, just talking to her friend about how um Paul ended things with her, and for them to like spy on that conversation is one just just it just does not it's not a good look and two like laughing about it is i think and and what's funny is that Micah and Irina like kind of egg each other on like yeah you know instead of like I feel like if I did that in the pods like if when like you and me are so close like you would be like, can you not do that? I mean, maybe not in that moment. But like, I don't know, I feel like someone would step up and be like, that's not okay. Which Chelsea did, which I really loved in like a subtle dig way. When she said, you know, people talk bad about one another when they're when they're not cool with themselves. And I just thought I was like, yes, girl, tell them.
1: Yeah, that I was glad Chelsea said something. I think Irina said, like, I want to be nicer. I'm not I'm not nice oh, at nice. all. And that was Chelsea's response to we that. We do like
0: self-awareness. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, you know, it, it's very clear. Even Bliss's hate or disdain for mm-hmm. Irina, it's very clear that Irina and Micah are not the most popular girls in the pots. Again, we also heard that from our sources as well. So um, I, I will say I do feel bad because I know that these girls are, are getting bullied on social media quite heavily. It was also hard for me to see because, Not saying we've been in that position exactly, but we know how it feels like when it it feels like the whole world is against you and Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it could be a really good learning opportunity, but I know that I'm sure their
0: mental health is very much at – an all-time low right now. About, yeah, yeah, cuz we're seeing a lot of negativity and we're seeing a lot of um cyberbullying. Yeah. And it's it's been tough to watch. So just all of our, you know, listeners out there just make sure you're not adding to that, you know, hate because we're not here to, you know, put people down more. We're just, you know, hopefully they just learn from this experience and become better. Yeah.
1: Like we can talk about their actions on um, on the show but if you're going to their social media leaving a hate comment like no that's no. not cool we don't do that unacceptable here yeah but yes these uh, these are definitely not my favorite girls um, I was actually really surprised at Irina's connection with Zach
0: oh my gosh yep I, I don't that Please. was I feel like that came out of left field I, I don't uh, yeah I I love um, what's her name oh my gosh I'm so go ahead what is her name I'll help you <laughs> I'm so bad with names, dude. Are you talking about bliss? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, just for people listening, I am terrible, terrible, terrible with names, but, but I'm worse. I'm so good with faces. Like, if I see your face, I'll never forget it, but don't ask me your name. Like, I'm just terrible.
1: Yeah, uh, side story. Deep D is so good at pretending like she knows someone's name. Like she'll go around the fact, she'll be like, hey, sweetie. Oh my God, it's you. Hey, girl. I love. No. Meanwhile, when someone comes up to me,
0: I'll be like, hey. <laughs> I can have a full blown conversation with somebody and then they'll be like, who is that? I'm like, I have no freaking clue who that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah.
1: She'll be like having a 30 minute conversation with someone at the bar and, and she'll come back to our table and I'll be like, who are you talking to? And she's like, I have no idea. But it was an impressionable moment. Meanwhile, <laughs> when I do the same thing, I have a thirty-minute conversation with someone I don't know. It always ends with them asking, "Do you know
0: my name? <laughs> <laughs> hey, put my name in your phone." And you're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Here you mm-hmm. go." Oh, that is my best trick I have. It's like, "Hey, like, let me get your number." And I'm like, "Here, put your name in your, my phone." I'm like, locked in. Can wow. I take a picture of you now? <laughs>
1: yeah, you have a you have
0: a talent. But we digress. <laughs> yes. Okay, Zach-, Zach. Let's talk about Zach. Well, you want to talk about Bliss. Yeah, well, I just liked Bliss and Zach together. I just thought she was such a sweet addition to his life. I I mean, obviously I'm not a, of, a fan of Irina, so I I am not a fan of Zach really either. He's kind of but I not a fan, but I did very much appreciate that he shared his story about his mom. Um, being a stripper and like how that affected him because she has passed away and he know he kind of wants to honor her life Um, I thought that was very special but what Natalie pointed out to me go ahead Natalie okay so
1: I thought that was a very vulnerable story he shared yes and it it shows that you know he's very emotional about it and and there's so much more to his backstory but did anyone think it was weird (laughs) that before sharing that story he was joking with the women in the pods, that he was a stripper. I feel like when he would tell people that was his occupation, he was almost devaluing what his mom had to do for him to put food on the table. Like, I was like, I don't understand. There's no balance in regards to his vulnerability. Yeah. Uh, So
0: I don't know how I feel about him. It was a little awkward, I'm not going to lie, but... Um. After you mentioned it, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, maybe it's like a test or like a defense mechanism to be like, let me tell them that I'm a stripper and see what they react. And then I'll tell them, oh, it was actually my mom. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe he was like kind of testing the waters to see how people would take that you know take that information but it was really weird I was like that is not the tactic you use
1: (laughs) yeah sorry I don't agree with that theory I just thought it was uh
0: (laughs) I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt
1: (laughs) it was was just all very weird to me but it it was um it was I do applaud him for sharing that story on tv
0: yeah I I think he did definitely get vulnerable and I appreciated that he got so emotional when he broke it off with bliss like you see him visibly crying and emotional and it was interesting because they both said I love you to each other before they ended their last date in the pods I was like what is happening like how do you first of all how do you love somebody already and why are you breaking up with them if you love them. I'm so confused. Again,
1: I kind of understand, you know, why people say I love you so quickly. I mean, I know I did with Shane. I think I said Mm -hmm. it on, like, date seven.
0: Okay. Yeah, Um, different experience for me, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I think because when you're in the pods and everyone's kind of falling in Mm -hmm. love around you and, you know, you are being very vulnerable with one person. You just feel like there's, you know, a really strong connection there that, you know, I thought, and I still think was love. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I, like, really loved Shane on day seven. Yeah. But... I, I did think it was a bit weird that he's like, I love you and breaks up with bliss. I just, you part. know, I, I do feel like it's too early on to like love two women like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any, I don't have a lot of empathy for him <laughs> at, at this stage after
0: yeah, I don't episode think Natalie three. Does, Natalie doesn't know how to
1: um, feel about Zach. <laughs> I know he's kind of like a better person in that relationship, in that relationship with Irina, but bliss did so much for him bliss made him cupcakes, cupcakes. for yes. his birthday bliss even was very honest with with zach and and was like hey you know irena is not a good person mm. and yet
0: zach still chooses irena yeah especially when Irina forgot his birthday and tried to get candles from bliss like he, she's uh, no I don't oh, know. I, I thought know that was
1: actually so funny when Irina asked Bliss for a candle. She's like,
0: Do you think I can have a candle? Also, I'm confused. Like, what was she planning on putting? Like, what was she gonna put the candle on? Like, she was just gonna give him the candle. She's probably gonna steal one of Bliss's cupcakes. <laughs> like when she's not looking. Yeah, yeah. One. Be like, give the cupcake first, and then Bliss's cup. <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. I was like, baby girl, I don't think the candle is gonna help your situation. <laughs> yeah. So, um... but can we please talk about uh, Zach singing? <laughs> yeah see that's where things went really
1: south for me um in terms of how i viewed zach (laughs) the singing did it for you (laughs) okay so i i put the singing scene on tiktok because it truly is my favorite (laughs) scene in the first three episodes at first i skipped through it because i was cringing so hard but then i went back and watched it five times and for me i'm like where did that confidence come from like, you know, you weren't hitting those, those notes. How many times do you
0: think he practiced that in the hotel room before he did it? Well, he wrote that song. I know. That's why I'm like, why did Blarney, you write it?
1: Who is Blarney Stone? What is it? Blarney, I have no idea what Blarney Stone is. He says it in his song. He goes,
0: I'm a Blarney Stone. Oh, I saw that. And she went crazy over it, didn't she? She was like, yes. Was no, like, she, she was she just, awkward. I she was, was just t-
1: touching her cheeks and laughing. But I was like, how are you not bursting out loud? <laughs> it kind of reminded me of sal and mal if if shane did that to me i would leave the pod
0: room i'd be like this is a no for me that for all future love is blind contestants please if you do not actually have a singing voice please don't sing like it's really cringe and our ears are bleeding but seriously after that moment and him thinking it was a good idea
1: to do that i lost a little bit of respect for him (laughs) in the nicest way Aww. no that's Poor not a Zach. thing i don't think you could lose respect in the nicest way i just it's you know you, it just really it really was a turning point for me yeah for it's Zach. like she
0: was on the fence I, and now was, she's just far far away i was <laughs>
1: neutral 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 the stripper comment just i was like eh, but i was still like indifferent and neutral and then the singing really just you
0: know what um, put him into the <laughs> non unfavorites non-favorite territories during the reveal um you mentioned i think i didn't even catch this because i was just like this is so awkward i can't i can't look away but you you recognized that there was no music so he maybe he should have been singing in that moment to okay, be honest so during zach and irena's reveal i thought
1: my tv was broken because i was like there is no music during the reveal you could even hear like the production staff a little bit in the background like ruffling around and i was like wait a minute it was, was like, so so uncomfortable to watch i was like wow netflix just straight up they did not they didn't even make the attempt to put awkward music <laughs> they straight up put no music
0: honestly it hit because it was such an awkward moment like remember when he asked her for a kiss and she's like no i think we should just like kind of stick to a hug and then calling him a cartoon character when she said
1: when she said you look like something out of a cartoon I my jaw died. dropped i died
0: i was like wait wait But then you couldn't unsee it. Oh, okay, TT. I don't think he looks like something out of a cartoon. I don't say, I'm just saying he kind of looks like who is the, (laughs) it's like Belle's girl from, (laughs) Belle's girl uh, from, um, you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. The 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 movie Beauty, Beauty and, the and the Beast. Beast. Who's Belle's girl? But he kind of looks like Gustavo, but like a like a Gustav? less Gustav. Gustav, like a like a less version of Goose. Oh no, it's Gaston. 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 Our producer Danny goes. <laughs> Thanks, it's Danny. You, you both are wrong. It's Gaston. <laughs> Why? Well, I haven't watched this in a long time, apparently. But like a, a little bit like that. A little. He's got a little resemblance of that. So it's mm. not a bad thing. There's hot cartoon I characters. I don't think
1: Irina was comparing him to a hot cartoon.
0: Character. Well, and then she followed it up with you don't blink and bro he does not blink you know i want to judge him on his
1: non-blinking but i don't really blink a lot either so
0: you literally just blinked Uh, well because you
1: reminded me too when you said he doesn't blink so i felt like i had to okay
0: (laughs) maybe i should remind you more often blink
1: because i feel like okay the only reason i don't i i I don't want to judge him on him not blinking is because one time shane goes How come you never blink? (laughs) No, And now it's a sensitive subject for me. (laughs) Natalie, so you should like Zach. He's kind of like you. See, here's the thing. You know what's so crazy about Zach? I first started off saying, I don't know how I feel about him. Like he was (laughs) neutral and then he goes a little bit down. But now I realize... I actually don't even know. I truly don't know how I feel about him because now I'm talking about him and I'm like, he wasn't that bad. I actually feel sorry for him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She's back on the Friends Friends. So I guess what I'm trying to say about Zach is I don't
0: know how to feel about him. I don't think we really do. No. Yeah. We're going to have to see how his story plays out. We need to learn a little bit more about him. Yeah. But But they...
1: They obviously, him and Irina obviously aren't my favorite couple, but are they my favorite messiest couple? Yeah. Are they yes. fun to
0: watch? Yes.
1: One of my faves. But I will say my other actual favorite couple, mm-hmm. aside from Tiffany and Brett, are Marshall and Jacquelina. Yes. I really took a liking to them. Me too. They're not as perfect as Tiffany and Brett, like just how Tiffany and Brett are being portrayed on the show. But They just seem, like, so much fun. Like, they're a couple that I would go to dinner with. Yeah, they are very fun. Marshall is so emotional, a little bit more reserved. And Jacqueline is a hoot. Like, she has the (laughs) best sense of humor. She has, like, my sense of humor.
0: No wonder you love her. No, I do agree. She's actually really funny. I heard she had she made some like very unhinged comments, which I really appreciated. Like she said something about coffee being too hot. Like that is my type of. I don't even remember, but I definitely love her sense of humor too. It's yeah, funny. she made a comment about halitosis
1: being a deal breaker because she's in the <laughs> dental field. I have no idea what halitosis is, but I actually looked it up, and I guess it's some. Like, you googled it. Yeah, it's like some mouth disease or gum oh disease gosh. that causes bad breath. Oh.
0: Um but she's so funny to me just like yeah. making small comments like that and she seems really genuine like when Marshall was like kind of pouring his heart out and like kind of saying what his backstory was which really quickly that backstory was very cute I do like the fact that he got vulnerable and said like how the way his dad like kind of interacted with him as a child kind of impacted him now like he wants to be more nurturing with his future kids and things like that but I did have to say I listened to his story after Brett's I think or like I compared it to brats and I was like and he was like um I have anxiety going into math class and I was just like bro your trauma's not that bad like you're gonna be okay like I'm sure you get a little bit of anxiety when your calculator your calculator app comes up on your phone but it's gonna be okay but I just thought it was really sweet how Jacqueline kind of took that story and was like kind of made it fun and funny and like you know kind of made it lighthearted, and he was able to kind of get over it and they, I like their connection a lot. Yeah,
1: I think that story showed Marshall's really emotional. I think mm-hmm. what he said was his dad was very harsh, harsh on, him on him growing up, and when and he was bad at
0: math, and his dad berated him, saying, "You know, if you were po- if you were poor on the side of the street, I wouldn't give you any money." Yeah, yeah, yeah that so, was really sad. Yeah, so I think
1: it it just, I think it shed some color in terms of why. Marshall very much expresses his emotions but I, I do understand what you're saying because yeah, I, I, I I have some I have seen some memes of <laughs> of Marshall in math class like like something about calculators <laughs> popping up on my feed so yes. I, I thought it was a very sweet and touching story in that you know he hopes to be a more like loving father but <laughs> I will say, you know, the whole math class thing. I think people are kind of like making fun of that. It's
0: just funny. Yeah. But also, um, I really enjoyed their reveal. It was so much fun to watch. They were just so goofy. Yeah. Yeah. They,
1: they, I think it was my favorite reveal. Yeah. I think it was, it was, their reveal was my favorite. And then it was Tiffany and Brett's. Yeah.
0: They had a good mix of like fun romance and like, I'll see you later.
1: Like it was cute. Um, one thing I thought that was really interesting is Jacqueline. Also, can we just call her Jackie? Cause I yeah, think that's what she goes for. Perfect. Or I think that she goes by Jackie. Okay. Let's call her Jackie. Um, when Jackie says that what she typically goes for is tatted, tall, has a fade. She was describing her other match or her other connection, Josh, to oh, a T. Yes, Josh. I thought that was so, so interesting when she said that. It was almost as if there was like some foreshadowing that
0: her connection with Josh is not over yet. That's how I took it. Yeah, and that was our one red flag with Marshall too is the how he got so like intense with Josh and he was like, well, she's my girl. Like you're not supposed to go for her. Like kind of like intimidating him, but it's like, bro, like we're all here for a competition. We're all dating the same women. So you have no right to say like, I can't have a connection with her. So I thought that was the only like kind of like, okay, Marshall, calm down a little bit. But I think he was just getting like protective or like, he just you know wanted Jackie to himself
1: yeah I didn't really see it as a red flag I mean not quite yet but I did see online people saying you know we know men like Marshall where they put up this really like kind emotional front but then they have this like this kind of angry side to that do we think that he is do you think he's the front no, I don't think it's a front. I'm I think wondering that now,
0: is there more to this man? They're just saying that,
1: you know, someone who's so emotional outwardly... Yeah.
0: Like, Who we, saw, her- we peeked into a little bit of his... Like, his walls came down just for a little bit, and we saw the real him for just a second, you think? No,
1: no, I don't think that. I think that he's genuine through and through. I think that he's an extremely emotional man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and when he's happy, you can tell absolutely because he expresses that when he's angry he also expresses that and that could be a little bit scary sometimes Mm -hmm. again i'm just repeating what i saw online yeah um people saying that is a red flag but i will say like him just like cracking his neck (laughs) after hearing josh told jackalina If it's not you, I'm packing my bags. I just thought it was like. Do you think
0: they edited in that cracking scene or do you think it happened the way it actually
1: happened? I actually think it happened the way it happened. It's like. Because he cracked his his neck as if he was like really mad about something. So even if it wasn't about Josh, he did it because he was mad about something. yeah. And I just thought, I
0: don't know, it just... We're going to have to see. We're going to have to keep an eye on Marshall yeah. throughout this season. I don't
1: think he's... It was a red flag yet, but I do, I think, that he overreacted. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of a sign that something else is going on there. Yeah. But all in all, love them as a couple. Yes. I am rooting for them. So Marshall yeah. and Jackie and also Tiffany and, and Brad. Our
0: favorites, of course. But I think we
1: went through all the couples and kind of all our... Yeah. favorite scenes in the first few episodes, but also the crazy situations that happened. Um, but what a crazy, I know I what keep using the coaster. word crazy, but I don't know another word to describe the first three episodes. Like there was just so much that happened. There were so many love triangles and I'm so excited for episodes four and five when yes. the couples finally get, get to Mexico. Mexico. So we're ending with five couples. We've got Tiffany and Brett jackie and marshall micah and paul Irina and zach and Kwame and chelsea yep yep so i'm really excited
0: to see how things pan out and also follow us on instagram at out of the pods to submit any questions you might have or any comments on this episode yeah come chat with us yeah please all right so make sure you tune in to our next
1: episode because we're getting into mexico From the Oast House, whoever you are, there's a welcome there for Ruth and Faye, Muhammad and Jose. From the Oast House, whether at work, rest, or play, listen to my podcast. It's packed full of meaty goodness. From the Oast House, with Alan Partridge. There's a welcome there for straight and gay, and he and she and they. From the Oast House. From the Oast House, the Alan Partridge Podcast Series 3. Listen now. Subscription required. See audible.co.uk for terms.